scribble notes, uh, scribble notes when I wrote these quotes. If I offend, pardon me, there's more of me to grow. Creative in my process, enjoy the show. The will is different when you recognize the different strokes. Different folks, same goals, we all want the most. So when we reach the top, we can enjoy the toast. The type of bread we get is fresh about the bakery. Told them don't play with me. With or without a degree, don't question my intensity. Bravery, similar to agencies that want to see you fold. So just pray for me and pray for me. Einstein with my energy. Welcome to the Scribble Notes podcast. How are you doing, bro? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. We're improving and outstanding. Love to hear that. Yo, introduce yourself for the listeners. All right. So you may know me as DJ Funky Fresh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, it is AR Mirabal. I am an author, podcaster, I guess artist. I, it sounds weird to call yourself an artist, but I paint and shit. You know, I make like art. Um, Owner of Neotino Publishing House, with helping out indie authors do a whole bunch of services. We do cover designs, bookmark designs, promotions, everything now. Hey, and it is a pleasure to be here. Yes, thank you, thank you for making some time and coming on. Been meaning to talk to you for a while. So yeah, always, always good chat. Why don't we start first with some of the business things? I feel like we got to talk some business. Um, always ready for that. Why don't you talk a little bit about how you started? Um, and some of the business aspects of the publishing author world that you've found out over the last course of what, however long it's been. All right. Well, the very first thing that I did, I have a, I got my minors in business. So the very first thing that when I knew, when I understood the industry a little bit more, and honestly, I, a year or something changed later, I still don't know the industry, but based on what I had found out at the time, the main thing that I, was, I understood was that it was going to be a, a sunk cost, meaning that like there's it's money that you're spending that you're not necessarily like getting back within a reasonable time frame, right? So making a book can cost anywhere from a thousand to woof way over that. I have people that have uh, ten thousand on their debut, crazy, including marketing, including you know uh, getting paid reviews like Kirkus or. Um, mm-hmm. IPPY, like there's a whole bunch of different things that you can do in order to get your book out there. And the main thing that I was looking at from a business standpoint was like, you know, money. Like, how am I going to drop that much money and not seem some type of a return? So the very first thing that I did was just open an LLC in my state. Uh, in my state, it's 150 in order to have the LLC papers, in order to sign the letters of, uh, man, I can't remember, letters of compliance or whatever it is to make yourself a, a notable LLC, a small business. I started Neotino, which I've never said this on a recording, but what Neotino is, it's actually a, like a word that I've made up. So Tino is actually the natives of Dominican Republic, the ones that were there when Christopher Columbus came over and murdered them all basically. So Tino to me, and Neo means like new, right? Like the new era of something. So to me, Neo Tino is the is basically saying it's bringing back a culture that was once destroyed. So outside of the personal aspect of me myself, I'm I'm also thinking about that as like that's what we do. You know, writing had been kind of in the fore, had been in the background for a little bit, and we're, I'm trying to bring it back to like a culture of taking things a little bit slower, not having to you know look at your phone every 30 seconds, but just being able to be there, sit down and enjoy art kind of in the way that it would have been 50 years ago. And I think we're get, we're slowly getting into that. I think people are want a little bit of a, of a cool down, especially with how everything in the world's going on lately. Yeah, I think that's awesome. 
Uh, the reason why I wanted to ask about business is because I feel like as as an independent author, as an author in general, a lot of people don't focus enough attention on the business end of things. Like it is not just writing that is your job as an author. The publishing process is an entire process by itself. The marketing and like you alluded to a couple of times now, it's that's a piece of the job that always exists no matter no matter what like you will be doing marketing you will be getting reviews you will be putting yourself out there coming on podcast and becoming a a kind of a political figure a public figure um in some type of way so it's just understanding that stuff is equally as important as understanding the semantics of like delivering plot twist and understanding how to write good characters it's like if you want to be a successful author you have to also do business yeah, I mean, rule of thumb, the reason I said all that thing about the letters of cor- of corporation, I think that's actually what it is. Because all that money that I now spend in the book and marketing is now tax deductible. So that right there is a significant boost, not just for the small company, but just in your own ability to want to spend something. My willingness to drop a couple hundred dollars on marketing is significantly more likely now that I understand that when I do all my text at the end of the year, I'm going to be able to get some of that back. So, you know, things like cards that have, you know, five or 10% cash, uh, cash back on them, things like that, that you can just like start just like anything else. It's like when you start getting older, you start understanding finance a little bit better. If you apply all those logics to like that, a small business is using in order to, maximize their profits and use it on as small as a venture as making a book is you're going to see some level of return and that in itself is just exciting because you know the the difference of me the likelihood of me dropping a couple thousand on an editor before and after llc was like a huge increase i'm like what when i first looked at that and i was like all right so you're telling me that i'm going to drop a couple thousand dollars and it's not even like guaranteed i mean average book sales of, of first time authors are about 300 books in their lifetime you average out how much you're getting how much every book is i mean it doesn't even math out to the editing cost over years and again that's not to be tier that's just one of those things that you know it's anything in financing you always go for the the lowest possible return not saying that's going to happen. And if you do any, and if you really like focus on your craft and focus on marketing and do what you have to do, it won't be that minimum. But as far as accounting goes, you always go off that minimum. Um, and yeah, just the idea of dropping that money without having the LLC behind me at first was like, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. And that's a, that's a major key because I started the same thing I did. I started an LLC as soon as, uh, since I knew I wanted to publish a book, partly because having that business behind it and knowing that like i'm not just gonna be an author that's out here just literally self-publishing by myself it's like nah i'm not gonna get taxed on a loss like (laughs) knowing that it's gonna be a loss up front like i made money off the book but it definitely didn't cover all of the expenses that came in so it's like you you have to constantly be under understanding of that and i think the other piece is just recognizing right that there's other pieces to being an author outside of just the writing and i wanted to talk to you about podcasting because i know you hopped on the podcast wave um that's how i found and connected with you it's understanding that you can make all these different connections through doing something outside of just the writing space um so what's that been like for you I mean, we, I actually just like passed basically um, the anniversary of the podcasting, actually. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, I started like last year, I would say maybe early November. 
And the idea was that I was on the final stages of right of making allegory of the end of finalizing everything. And I just had this idea of like, man, how phenomenal, how interesting of an idea would it be? Of course, this was with little research. If I had done even four minutes of research, I would have found out there were a thousand things already like it. But to me, it was like, how interesting would it be if like I had almost like a video diary, like a, a almost like a diary that you can go you can go ahead and record and you would be in my thought process for me writing the book. So like you would watch episode one and you would literally be it, it, you would literally hear my thoughts of like what I would, what was currently doing, what I was currently doing as an author, not just writing, but every aspect of it. I was literally just going to take it was going to be a diary series. And actually, my first episodes were that I think for like the first three or four. And then I just had this idea of, because the recordings were good. It, like, it, it was something that I was actually like legitimately happy with, but for with the length I had wanted, which was like an hour and a half, I realized by like episode four, that like, I didn't have, like, I didn't have that many nuanced of ideas anymore. Yeah, you have the, the content. Support you know what I mean? I, I, didn't, I didn't have the content for it. Cause it was like, it was like, all right, well, to be completely honest, from last week to this week, I haven't really done much because I had like a job at the time. So it's like, yeah, I haven't really been able to even do anything. It's like, I'm at, I would just give you the same hour and a half I gave you last week. So I just hit that point of like, all right, well, you know what? I, I can't be alone in this. And again, it's hilarious that I'm like saying this in a way that I like cracked the code and invented it. If I had just spent four minutes looking it up, I would have seen that there's a thousand things I really like it. But in my head, I was like, all right, well, I can't be alone in this venture. So I remember I reached out because I, was I wasn't even on Instagram at the time. I had Reddit. So I reached out to a couple of people that had posted, they had just recently dropped the book, you know, hit them with a congratulations. How you doing? You know, open, like uh, chatted them up a little bit. And then I asked them to be on the podcast. And of course, like, I'm sure you get it all the time. And when you reach out to people, it's always like, oh, like what the hell? Like, what, why did it die? Like, like, almost like no idea, especially last year, you know, like Joe yep. Rogan hadn't been bought out by, by Spotify yet. Like podcasting was still like, to you, like your, your grandparents still kind of like, oh, this is kind of weird, right? And, you know, I got my first two guests who are actually Nikki Beebe and Sam Animato. I know you've met both of them. And like, uh, it's funny how just thinking back on those names, like I only mentioned them on Reddit and now like I know them. Like we, I, you know, I can't say we go to the bar and hang out, but that's like distance location. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're, we're friends. Like we talk, we've talked hundreds of times since then. And they're like a great resource in this game. And oh, shout out to them, obviously. And just the way that it progressed from there, it, it was, I really couldn't have like imagined it. It was just one of like, I had thought of recording it simply for my fun, not even anybody else's. And it's actually hilarious because by the third or fourth guest is when I got my first sponsor. So it was one of those things that was like, oh, you know what? Uh, evidently, I'm like, I'm like the better path here. Not saying that, you know, what I was doing before was like that, like terrible, but it was just like, you know, it's almost the same thing that I told you when you were on my episode that like, it was the whole thing about passion. Like I knew I had yeah. a lot of passion for what I was talking about, but I, I realized that like how much more fun it is when there's two people talking about it and you're geeking out about it because the conversation is just like, at a different level. Like people are smiling and it's not like the, a gratuitous smile. It's a smile of like, oh my God. Yeah. I want to keep talking about this. Like if I didn't have jobs and like a life, we could be here all day. <laughs> yeah. If I had nothing else. And I, and I think that's important because um, you talked on a couple of things that are important, but one being right, the connections you make through the through podcasting, through interviewing people and how those things really feed into you just as a person, like feeling better. 
I noticed uh, when I started finally talking to other authors about the writing experience and what they do, it really did make a huge difference. One in my writing and two, just in my life, because I just went from being the only person that I really cared about the writing to like now I got tons of people who I can talk to any day that I know care about the writing and care about the process. And then I think the other piece, um, sponsorships, which you which you talked about a little bit briefly, I, I really started getting on that wave now where now I'm trying to get more affiliates with the podcast and starting to do that more to kind of generate revenue because podcasting is a business. It's also a business. It's a game of itself by itself. So it's like understanding that more so now I've kind of transitioned the model of what I was doing for podcasting to what I am doing now, where I'm trying to look for active ways to kind of uh, build this business also. And I know a lot of it's based in writing and the the general sense of it is writing, but I'm looking to get bigger guests. I'm looking to bring on more folks and cons- constantly change and grow um, this this whole platform because there's so many ways to do it. And I know I was like sitting down earlier today and I was thinking about how you uh, you had the visual component to your podcast and you've had it for like ever. Like you've always had the videos and you've been posting them for mad long. And I was like, yo, I should consider getting a video component and doing that because that's an area where I've just never explored, never even done it. And I have now. And I'm like, this is going to be different. Like this whole season four is going to be a very different experience than what it was before. And I think that some of that's a, tr- a lot of that's attributed to just me seeing you and seeing kind of how how you've moved and grew through the through this process. Um, so I want to say thank you for that one. But two, it's like authors helping other authors grow. Yeah, I mean, and for any tips out there for people that have their own ideas for podcasting, when the sponsorships do come in, do not sign any bullshit 360 deals. There are a couple websites that you sign on to that website and then like the company pays you through that through like a some like level of algorithms. Do not do that shit. If you if you read the actual things that you're signing, what happens is that you can only sign on to their affiliates and no, nothing more. And more so is that you can't reach out to other affiliates. So it's like you're over there like scratching your head like, wait a minute, the reason I got this affiliate is because I reached out and now you're telling me to sign this. I can no longer do the same method of generating affiliates than the platform that I'm signing up on. And then the what they actually take off is a motherfucker. So like basically what I'm saying is when it comes down to that route, don't go through a middleman, talk to them straight up. If the company's actually interested in you, message Microsoft. I've had emails with Microsoft, not Bill Gates, obviously, but like with Microsoft. <laughs> and like they I'll believe mm. me, they're a lot more receptive to things than you than you believe. So just reach out. It's not gonna hurt you. Yeah, I think I think just just talking about that, right? Like being able to reach out. Um, don't say no to yourself. I've been telling myself that for a long time now. It's like, don't don't close the door before someone else does. Like you can always reach out. You can always ask, what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to be in the situation that you're currently in. So I started doing that and I've seen uh, more and more people be receptive and be give feedback. and be like, oh yeah, we can work on that or we can get that done and we can sponsor this or do whatever and it's because once you start outreaching you start to grow your business more you start to become more serious um i started looking at like getting more equipment i got new mics and got new got a new laptop for this whole process just because it's a piece of one the writing right the writing is the thing i want to promote the thing i i do for the love 
Uh, but I also recognize that writing isn't the only way to get people to notice you and recognize you. Um, you can get found through all these other means and one is having a platform. Um, so I wanted to talk about author platforms too. And I know we've talked about this before, but where do you think people should be in 2022 as we go into the year? Like last year, we talked about how everyone should basically get a podcast or get some type of platform where they should where they can use their voice on a regular basis to talk to their fans, talk to the people around them and make networking connections. Um, 2022, what does that look like? Like, what does that look like going forward? Um, from your from your understanding, from what you think uh, authors should be doing if they want to kind of get found and kind of build a fan base. We interrupt this episode to talk a little bit about Sun Scholars. Sun Scholars is a nonprofit committed to improving educational equity and college graduation rates for those students who have experienced foster care or adoption. Sun Scholars Inc. is dedicated to serving Connecticut's former foster youth with a student first mentality. Their goal is to support individuals and help them reach their best outcomes. If you'd like to learn more about Sun Scholars, or how to donate, check out their website, sunscholarsinc.org. That's sunscholarsinc.org. Now, back to the show. I think the new groove right now is, um, and I'm happy to say it, I think short stories are making a comeback in the form of like all these like, like small little sweepstakes and like little kind of just pop-up events that like certain websites or certain um other other author platforms will offer in order to bring promotion bring ads to the website whatever it is but those little things are significant i just recently found out about one called nyc midnight and i love the idea they send you 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 sign up just like normal right they just ask you for small things you know lock of your hair dna sample <laughs> mother's maiden name social security number all, the, all the regular stuff the regular, regular stuff, stuff. Uh, no, i'm kidding it's easy it's just email and password or whatever and you register and then they send you a prompt uh, at midnight and then you have from midnight to midnight to knock out whatever it is that uh like you signed up for so let's say that you sign up for a 250 short story boom flash fiction i guess that would be called that 250 words so that you get that prompt at midnight and then you work on it and then you submit your shit by midnight and then it goes to the normal travels. But the beautiful thing here is that they have an actual team of editors. So even if your shit is trash and it gets nowhere past the runner up phase of the competition, you have a real editor that has been paid and, you know, has had a life of writing slash ed- editing for X amount of time giving you direct and honest feedback on your work. That in itself is a hard thing to do. As you and I know, and it's even, it's almost funny because even with all the friends that you make on Instagram, you kind of said it right there. They're your friends. So when you ask them for feedback, they don't want to make you feel bad. Yeah. So like the beautiful thing about this is that it's un, it's unbiased. They're giving you honest feedback about your work. So have you ever almost feel that thing of like, oh, let me get a measure, a litmus test of where I'm at. That's a good reference point. The only other one that I can think of is Reddit, but Reddit is skews a little bit to the negative side because they will trash you for almost nothing. <laughs> yeah, everything so, everything's trash on Reddit. Yeah, like they'll trash you for absolutely for absolutely nothing. So there is kind of like a, a in between of that. Now, as far as platforms go, I think not just a short story thing, but serializations like uh, Wattpad, Kindle Vela. To me, this is where the future is going. If you ask me where we're at, where with Wattpad, Inkit, and 
Kindle Vela is kind of like what people were with traditional publishing when Kindle first came out. That like, yeah, traditional publishing was the big top. It was like, that was the one that was happening. Like if you were an author for traditional publishing, you felt like a lot more secure. If somebody came up to you like, oh, I'm writing an ebook, you'd be like, oh, okay, cute, right? And then what happened to Kindle? Dominated. I mean, where are we at right now? 30 million titles published, self-publishing alone on Kindle this year, this year, okay? Well, I think it's gonna happen with that burst. I think that's what we're going to. I mean, look at YouTube, right? YouTube went from watching, you know, full length movies on there. I mean, you can still do all these things, but just like of what people typically would used to do, you'd watch like hour long videos. Now we're just, now we're on YouTube reels, 30, 40 seconds of things. And that's what's going viral nowadays. We have TikToks, 30 to 60 seconds. You have reels on Instagram. Everything is going down to this like compressed version of content. And I think that Kindle, Wattpad, Inky, I think they do that because now instead of you, you know, working on a book for six to a couple of years, six months to a couple of years, and then dropping it and then people consuming that in whatever time frame they want. Now you have like a TV show in a sense, because now you have something to go right every week. Instead of me taking a, a couple of years to write this book, it's going to take me a couple of weeks to write this, you know, this chapter. And when the chapter goes, I maybe take a couple of days to myself to edit it, and then I publish it. And the beautiful thing about, about it is that you don't need to worry about it being fine print, fine tune, find everything, because that's the part of it. They also help you out. The, the community itself will help you out if they believe that the actual writing material and like your the strength of your writing can like uh, if it's worth it to them. And like for the most part, for the most part, time it is. You know what I mean? If you really care about a project, it's you'll most likely find an, an audience. It might not be a huge million following audience, but why not? People yeah, like yeah, I think I think that you made a couple of good points, and one of them is the that flash content, right? Like the fact that the world is kind of transitioning to this model where we are way more inclined to take on uh, small projects, right? We want Kendall it's Bella. It's lack yeah, of commitment. It's it's a commitment, right? Like to <laughs> yeah. to read a full book, you have to be like a real reader. Like at this point now, like people don't want to read full books; they want to read something short, something they can get through. Think about it. When you, go on, when you go on Medium, they literally get, has a time frame thing on top of it. I'm over here thinking, it's like, why? It's because they want you. They want you to know. They want front. you to know. Yeah, they want you to know. It's like, hey, it'll take you like five minutes to read this shit. Be like, why? Well, I feel five minutes. You got five minutes. Got hey, five. listen. What the fuck are you doing in your life? You're not that busy, Bill, bro. Bill Gates minutes. is not busy. But like, that's minutes. The, that's the life we're living right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think it's important because even just to highlight that, right? As an author, it makes me think about what do I do in 2022? Do I start to what kind of what kind of ways do I tell my stories going forward? Because it is easier to write uh, 2000 words, right, than it is to write 80,000. It's much quicker. I can edit that way faster. Way and faster. I can have and that you can whole promote thing. it as it happens instead of yes. having to wait a year or something. Yes. And it's like that is a that is a really good point, because if that is the transition that's being made, right, if that's the idea um, in understanding, obviously, the smaller pieces, right, if you start to release it in a serialized form, you could go chapter by chapter by chapter by chapter, then eventually you might be able to actually publish that whole thing as a book later um, and have this whole thing compiled where people could also go back and look at it a different way. There's like all these different uh, these different ways to do the same thing. But I think that you, I think that you're on to something there because these platforms don't just pop out of nowhere. Right. Like Kendall didn't just look at it and be like, oh, you know. This would be this would be terrible if we added this alternative 
to for publishing. This is a bad idea. Nah, these people were smart. They sat in the boardroom and they were like, this is where the world's going. Yeah, we got to get there too. I mean, the main reason, look, the main thing that has really shifted my ideology is just talking to people, reaching out to different things. I always think to myself, honestly, like I need, like I honestly, I had so much more of a hunger when I first started this because I, I thought the same thing of like, I need, I'm going to use like everything as it goes, pigeon steps in order to get like higher, more profile clients and like more clients, more like a, like higher up like guests i was like yo stephen king in a year and a half bet type of shit <laughs> but i liked talking so much to people within my own thing that i never even thought about it again after i really started getting into it because i learned so much just this week alone i had i had just wound came back from the like vacation that i like just like you know you're not like I'm a month on vacation i know about you guys but like when i take like a week off i feel like it takes me like three four days to like get back into life oh yeah because you're still okay. in vacation mode so you can already imagine how i feel after a month i was like uh so when i finally got like my pigeons in a row i started just doing mad recordings i just cranking them out last last week this week semi you know this week last week i knocked out like four five six recordings my first one was with um a girl that was published on Wattpad that had just published her first paperback and the book that she released on Wattpad that she started releasing when she was in high school, I think wow. this girl was like maybe 21. Wow. And she started when she was 18, 19, has um, 30 million views, reads. 30 million. <sighs> 30 million. Now, this is where the fuckery comes. Though she's not, she didn't see money from that 30 million. You know, she didn't get like money from that 30 million. So that's where it's kind of like, ooh, hurt. But then she has the recognition of it. Because now when she published that book, it's already selling well because she, you know, even if 30 mm -hmm. million people don't stick, you know, mathematically, at least a couple thousand, yeah, a couple thousand stick. You only need a couple thousand. I can tell you for real? a couple thousand in book sales on your first day. That's bestseller mm -hmm. based off that hype alone. You're going to get a couple hundred just floating or like in your direction. And exp it's, it's exponential, especially if you do something that you reach out to those 30 million bitter, like uh, readers again, and kind of like try to like, you know, grease up the pot. I can't see why you can't get that up to like five ten. Yeah, that thousand. that that's an easy that's an easy that's an easy come up as an author. Easy you, come up. You have a you have a fan base. You have a you have a you numerical have a advantage just based off of that. I'm now understanding like the importance of that. Like my whole my whole idea was that I was gonna sit and like you know in my castle and just like you know develop 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 and then drop it to the world. I'm understanding now that if you you can like build a fan base with absolutely nothing in your hands at all and yeah. then start doing shit like with them i don't know why but like to me like what i did that's how i always like valued artists artists were people that went in their dungeon did their shit and then came out with their eyes like you know like bad so they just <laughs> they just came back from fucking the, the grocery store and then they would drop it, their shit that's how you know they were an artist but now we're just seeing like people do it as they come people live stream at when they're in the, the studio recording a new song that's the life that we live in right yep. now. And I think that people want that all encompassingly. They want, they, they want, if they're into readers, I mean, if they're into reading and they're into writing, I think they want to be seeing the tribals and tribulation that the author is going through. They want to be here in the process. If you, and they don't just want to be hearing the good stuff. They don't want to just be hearing like, oh, I just wrote another 3,000 words. What the fuck up? I'm the man. Send your girl to my house, right? <laughs> what they want is they want like both. If they, if there's a mess up, if there's something wrong, they want you to hear. They want that transparency. Like, oh, you know what? I was going this way with the plot line. I just realized that I'm going to have to, like, go back on three months of my work. I can guarantee you, for whatever reason, that three months will somehow be more profitable 
than if you didn't do it wrong. Just because you have people that are now engaged in you and you have a fan base of people that care about you. And then when it does pop off, you have people that are going to be loyal to you. That loyalty is higher than anything else. It's the main thing that my editor told me and it didn't stick until it stuck. But you got to you got to fuck this idea of like, oh, I'm going to write the book that's going to fucking be the next American classic. Everyone's going to like it. It's going to have a little bit of this. Oh, it's a sci-fi, but it has heart. So I'm going to be able to get this and that on this. And that. Like, listen, nah, you stick at as much niche as you can. You pick your little fucking corner and you stick in it. And those people that fuck with you will shout at the rooftops about your shit and bring other people there. And that's yes. what you want. Yes. And honestly, there was a, that that's exactly what you want. And I remember there was this 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 lady, she um she read the book, my book, my lady. second one, my first one. And she goes, and she said, This is the best book I read all year. I was like, What? That that hit my heart so different because that's one person that says that, right? And one person that has this feeling, yo, that was the best book I actually read all year. Like that was amazing. She hasn't even read book two yet. So I was like, yo, wait till you read book two. Cause you thought book one was good. You're gonna your your mind's gonna be blown. But just knowing that, right, I commented back to her or whatever. And I was just like, yo, that's a fan. Like, that's a real that's that's a real one. Um, and it's important to keep those people around because those are the people that actually support your work that really are going to buy your next book. They're going to read the story and actually be concerned about what goes on in your world. And even the process, like how you just said, the process matters, too. Um so I think that's that just those are gems as far as the business component of writing because it's so much more outside of just the the semantics of setting up paragraphs and stuff. Oh my god, it's endless. I mean, um, I have this conversation with my girl like daily now that like for as much work as she may see me do, I still feel like it's twenty percent of what I should be at. Yeah, like I can spend an entire day doing whatever it is, and it still feels like it's not like fully there. I can spend an entire day marketing and still feel like I can spend another month doing that. I, you know, you, you spend like an entire day writing and have a great day writing, but then you know all you did was do like maybe a chapter. You're like, God damn, yep. now there's how many left? To do? <laughs> it's uh, it's a beautiful thing, but the reason I like the whole Vela thing is because I think it takes a little bit of that stress out. Yeah, I am very like you know i can't say goal goal oriented but like uh when i have an idea like i'm all about steps like all right this this is what we got to do there is nothing like more maddening to me than when you're mid in between a book and you feel like that little bit of burnout and you're like wait but i'm only midway through this burnout can't exist and then you have the ego of like you telling yourself that that burnout can't exist and then that burnout just getting like significantly worse because like you're forcing yourself right yep so that whole thing is like a mental challenge just like anything else in life i mean all all jobs have that level of stress if you ask me but i think in writing it's just a little bit more because it's your project it's not like something that when you do uh something at work that like you can easily be like oh well if jim picked up his phone that day well (laughs) there's none of that you're the guy yeah or the girl or the dog or whatever you want to call it you're the person that's on your shit there is nothing else to answer to and that's a beauty and that's it's a blessing and it's a curse. I mean, it's it goes both ways. But the reason I like that Vela thing is because it just it, it c- kind of curbs it off for me. Mm. I can now stress about a chapter, drop it, have people say that they like it, feel good about myself, <laughs> <laughs> write the next chapter, and keep going. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Um, all right, yo, this has been awesome. I want to give you an opportunity to plug where people can find you, where they can follow you, where they can get your book, Allegory of the End. 
I'm still working through it. You already know. I'm gonna, hopefully I'll have this finished before the end of 2021. Um, so where can they find you? Where can they get your book? Well, I just got like a, some more, more merch stuff off the press. Hey, These are all the type of stuff that you can expect to find in here. So like um, I have an engineering background. Shout out to Wentworth. Woo -woo. Hey. Um, and like all... Yeah, all the technology in here was actually stuff that I truly sat back and like developed from like a serious standpoint. And what you're seeing is that these are basically fake ads within the book that describe that. So imagine like a, if somebody were to write a book about 2021, you know, you would see an ad for iPhones, for the latest version of phones, uh, uh, for cars, whatever it is. And then, mm. of course, we have our little alien motherfucker right here. Well, actually, these are basically the... This is the fight scenes of the movie right here, of the book. Hey. Zay and Hans. The book itself, Allegory of the End, beautiful. I'm working on the hardcover right now. Out now, Amazon, pick up a copy. You can find it on Amazon, Goodreads. It's on Barnes & Noble. It's on a thousand other things. All the links are on my Amazon, at Allegory of the End, spelled exactly like that. A-L-L-E-G-O-R-Y-T-H-E-E-N-D. Truly a passion project for nothing else. Just like my actual heart. You might find some blood vessels and like, you know, weird stuff when you fucking like go through the chats. But hey, listen, okay? That's my son or daughter or whatever. My dog that you're holding, basically. Mm. It's my offspring. That, there's nothing that I cared more about than this goddamn <laughs> book. And now you're holding a, like a version of it. So go ahead and drop it on that. There's the ART podcast, aka the ART podcast. I said that wrong. There's the AR's Tales podcast, aka the ART podcast. That's my solo podcast. I talk with other authors. I had Jamil on there like a while back and I've been a return guest on there. I have another podcast, Authors Anonymous, with Carolyn Rosa Pops. And we more, that one's more guided to beginners and writing in advance just as writing tips instead of just mm. breaking down and promoting with another author it's actually going down and being like all right like what can we pick up from here to better our craft and then you know there's neotino itself the publishing company we have all services out now we have a team of editors we have a team of artists we have a team of everything that whatever it is that you need you need a character design a book cover a bookmark uh help with promotional things like we don't do marketing itself i mean shit i'm trying to find out marketing but if you want like promotional stuff we do that if you want like mm -hmm. something like a, a flyer with a qr code you can post on your at your library we'll do that for like almost nothing i think we're doing that for like i think it's actually a part of the deal if you buy anything we just do that for free for the, <laughs> the christmas sale that we're doing right now Love i'm telling it. you so just come out like we honestly help out and we did recently using uh i think it's called zudo we now accept payment plans. So like, oh, if awesome. you want to come, yeah. So if you get an editor and you know that you, you ring out the fee ends up being a thousand dollars and change, you do not have to pay that thousand dollars and change up front. You can pay in whatever payment plan you want, $50 a month, $100 a month. We will work with you. We understand how annoying it can be to put all that money up front. So just know that. And also know anything that you buy office-wise, the mic, everything that Jamal was saying, that's all tax deductible too. Mm -hmm. So these are all things to have considered as far as the business side goes. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You dropped some knowledge today. Um, you even got me thinking about 
thinking about things, which I did not come in here thinking I was going to have some ideas, but I'm going to go back to the lab and consider what 2022 <laughs> is going to look like. Uh, definitely appreciate you taking some time. Uh, this has been Scribble Notes, and I will catch y'all later. Yeah. You are now rocking with the greatest podcast. Scribble Notes. Great topics, good conversations. Every week, Scribble Notes. You don't want to miss. And if you miss, make sure you tune in. Scribble Notes. Yeah. Scribble Notes. Uh. Scribble notes when I wrote these quotes If I offend, pardon me, there's more of me to grow Creative in my process, enjoy the show The will is different when you recognize the different strokes Different folks, same goals, we all want the most So when we reach the top, we can enjoy the toast The type of bread we get is fresh about the bakery Told them don't play with me With or without a degree, don't question my intensity Bravery, similar to agencies that want to see you fold So just pray for me Yeah, Einstein with my energy Mass times infinity, Give since I laid my eyes on that Christmas tree. Uh, the star at the top told me what I'm supposed to be. Can't relate, you not dope as me. I'm everything I hope I be. Uh, sometimes a roll less travels ends up turning to Canal Street. Yeah. You are now rocking with the greatest podcast. Scribble notes. Great topics, good conversations. Every week, scribble notes. You don't want to miss. And if you miss, make sure you tune in.